Gender fluidity, the state of not identifying with a single gender and expressing an unfixed gender identity that is likely to shift and change depending on context. While some may consider gender fluidity to be a new concept, it has been found that on nearly every continent and for all of recorded history, thriving cultures have recognized and revered more than just two binary genders. While the gender binary is certainly well anchored within our social mores today, the characteristics associated with male and female genders have swapped so many times throughout history that it's surprising how adamantly we now argue that wigs, heels, makeup, and the color pink are reserved for women and girls when all of these things were previously reserved only for men and boys. My name's Anthony Padilla, and today I'm going to be sitting down with those who are gender fluid to learn the truth behind what is forcing many to reevaluate their idea of strict binary gender expression. Before we get into this long lost gender fluid episode, I want to quickly explain why this episode in particular is only available here as a podcast with no accompanying video on YouTube. So after we shot this video early last year, pre-COVID, if you can imagine, these guests were actually with me in person. We had some technical difficulties with the video and unfortunately we lost all the footage and we were absolutely devastated, but we were actually able to recover the audio and I'm so happy we can finally release this wonderful episode for all your ears to enjoy. Without further ado, I spent a day with gender fluid people. Hey, Daya. Hi. Hey. Caitlin. Nice to meet you. Good to meet you. <laughs> Hi, Anne. Hi, Anthony. Hello. Thank you so much for coming out and teaching me about the wondrous world of gender fluidity. Of course, thanks for having me. So what do you consider yourself, gender fluid, someone with no specific gender? I would identify myself as gender fluid. Yeah, more like gender fluid. With gender fluidity, it's almost like saying that you are under a label that doesn't ascribe to a label, right? <laughs> so you have a label that says that it's not a label. Yeah. What does being gender fluid entail? One day you can identify as being female, the next day you can identify as being male, mm -hmm. and other days you can identify as being uh, both or neither. Not getting caught up in the gender that you were born with. Myself being born a boy, mm -hmm. I try not to look at the world through that lens exclusively. Feeling one day like a girl or feminine and then the other day like a boy or sometimes it's both mm. or nothing or maybe just you're an alien that day and it's kind of everything. <laughs> so, so perhaps genderless sometimes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How long have you identified as gender fluid? About four years. I've been identifying myself as gender fluid for four years now. People had said, oh, you're androgynous before I ever knew what androgynous meant. Mm -hmm. And I looked that up and I was kind of taken back when I first saw it because, you know, this was around middle high school. I didn't want to be seen as the queer kid, you know, yeah. because that kind of behavior is made fun of a lot in middle school, high yeah. school. Was there a moment that you first realized that you might be gender fluid? After I graduated high school, I kind of started to figure everything out. As I was growing up, I just figured out that I couldn't really just check 
one box. Like, because yeah. um, in high school, I actually thought that I was trans. The difference between like gender fluid and like being trans is that the feelings can shift and move and go yeah. away, come back. Back in high school, the teacher used to do this thing where they would divide the class up into you know, the boys group, oh, the, yeah. the girls group. They would always do that. Always do that, yeah. One day, like I realized that it made me feel really uncomfortable yeah. and dysphoric. Yeah. And that's when I started thinking like, oh, maybe I'm trans or maybe even like non-binary. Right, right. But it didn't feel like 100% right. So some days splitting up the class might have felt okay to you while others did not? Some days I would get like really bad dysphoria. Yeah. And other days I would just feel completely fine. You're like, you're like, yes, the teacher did label me correctly. Yeah. Can you explain the difference between sex and gender for people who are confused? Sex is your biological gender. Mm. So it's whether if you have an XY chromosome or an XX chromosome. And gender would be how you express yourself within the world. Do you openly tell people that you are gender fluid or is that something that's kept more of a secret? It's not something that I advertise. If you have to constantly tell people, it's almost like you're constantly telling yourself, which in a way right. feels a little bit more inauthentic. You're just trying to affirm your own identity then. Yeah. I've been kind of close about it. Yeah. I don't even think a lot of my friends know that I identify as gender fluid. Oh. I actually was talking to a friend yesterday, like I've been friends with her for like almost seven years. Yeah. And I was on the phone and I was like, yeah, I'm actually going on Anthony's show yeah. about being gender fluid. And she's like, wait, <laughs> oh, she had no idea. She had no idea. <laughs> so so you, you like that was your coming out yesterday, yeah. friend. <laughs> so that was that was exciting. So this is kind of your your announcement to the world. This is my announcement to the world. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you would like to say to the world? I'm gender fluid. <laughs> Before we learn more about the wondrous world of gender fluidity, I wanted to take a quick moment to acknowledge that this is yet another topic suggested by all of you. And really, I just want to thank you for your encouragement and your enthusiasm about exploring these types of subjects. And of course, I'd love to thank all the wonderful guests in this episode for sharing such open, honest, and vulnerable experiences with me. That's all I wanted to say. Now back to learning about the wondrous world of gender fluidity. Do people ever make you feel like gender fluidity is not valid? Yeah, because when I was like feeling like I was trans, like I felt like I had to choose because I was being really thrown off by the fact that the feelings would just kind of go away. Like trans people know that they're trans. Like right. it's, you're trapped in a different body. And it wasn't like that for me and I couldn't understand why. Sometimes I feel like I'm not valid. But, but you are valid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're constantly being told that if you don't identify with one way, which is the norm, mm -hmm. that you're not valid. We're constantly getting it hammered into our head every mm -hmm. single day. I'm just afraid that I'm misunderstanding my thoughts and feelings with something that's completely different. There are so many people on the internet that tells you that you can't go from a male brain to a female brain. It's hard, like yeah. I don't even understand it fully. What I do know is that like my gender dysphoria is very real yeah. and what I experience is very real. How does your perception of yourself and others change when you are flowing between two different genders? Thinking about fluidity itself, mm -hmm. um, your identity could change right. given the circumstances. Mm -hmm. um, so there's some circumstances where people 
refer to me as he, mm -hmm. some as she, some as they. I just kind of let it go how it is. You don't get caught up in it. I try not to. Mm -hmm. It doesn't change. I like what society would consider male clothes. Like I love comfortable clothes. I think guys' clothes are way more comfortable than I mean, that's clear. what society would consider I put on some girl pants the other day and those pockets aren't even I know, real. the pockets. They're the pockets, pockets. I could, I could oh fit my one. Gosh. I could I, fit just the tip in there. I know, yeah. Not you can't, how I like it. You can't put anything in there. I would it's rather awful. go all the way in. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, yeah. I feel you. Do you have certain pronouns that you like to go by or does that shift or what is that like? Maybe if I look like a boy that day, then you can call me he, but yeah. either like she or they or them is completely fine. My pronouns are whatever you feel <laughs> is fine, <laughs> which doesn't make sense, right? <laughs> right but right, like, right. I think for me, it makes me more uncomfortable when people are like, oh, like what gender are you now? Uh, you know, it's like, yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know. Like when people do ask, I just say like whatever, comes to your head first like when you look at me and I don't expect you to like use the right pronouns like because yeah. obviously like it's fluid and it's changing yeah. all the time most of my life I've been referred to as a he him mm -hmm. so like it doesn't bother me that much mm -hmm. but it, it is kind of nice when people ask me what my pronouns are yeah. if you think I'm a he him like that's totally fine if you want to yeah. use a they them that's also fine do you find that some people assume that gender fluidity is the same as being non-binary and there are people out there that identify as non-binary mm -hmm. and gender fluid at the same time mm -hmm. but there are also people out there that identify as non-binary like all the time mm -hmm. so it's not fluid they're right. always non-binary i think the the gender fluid just like the way that it fluctuates and it can go any way or the other is mm -hmm. what makes it an important difference yeah. Not just like sticking to one like set or like a couple. Right. So you feel like non-binary is set as non-binary. Yeah. While gender fluid is anything in between yeah. without ever really ever being set. Mm -hmm. Does gender fluidity have a spectrum? Lots of times people will say, oh, I'm a man. Right. And this is who I am. And they'll hold that very dear to them. Mm -hmm. And anything that negates that, mm -hmm. they might have a big problem with. Absolutely. But I would rather write the script myself rather mm -hmm. than fall into what's already been written for me. Society trying to keep you in a box. If that's how you like to put it. That's how I love to put it. No, I would just... love you to put it that way then. <laughs> If there were some kind of magic button that allowed you to change your visual appearance to match exactly how you felt on the inside at any given moment, would you like want to use that? A hundred percent. Yeah, I would be like Mystique from X-Men. <laughs> you would just be like, boy today, girl today, non-binary, in between everything androgynous. Yes, <laughs> I would definitely do that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds amazing. Where is this? Where do I sign up? Get a shirt with like an LED panel on it that says male today, male right now, female right now. Oh, that's what you meant. Wait. <laughs> Wait, I not to make that happen. Yes. Let's do, let's do it. <laughs> Is there anything in particular that could affect which gender you identify with at any particular moment? Like obviously when I'm out in public and I have to use the restroom. Yeah. Um like sometimes it would just really hit me, you know? Oh yeah, like, that's a moment where you have to make a choice. It's more so that it like reminds me what my biological gender is. Mm -hmm. And I always use my biological gender restroom. Sometimes I would feel like immense dysphoria yeah. and it would really suck. <laughs> yeah, so you get, you get to the door and you see the logo yeah. that says male and you're like, I don't know about that. There was this one time when 
I went to the bathroom mm -hmm. and I saw the sign and I was like, oh, right. Like that's, that's me, right? Oh, and I go yeah. in there and I just started crying. Like, oh, really? It really was, hit you? It really hit me and I just, I just couldn't stop crying. It was really awful. I guess it's, it's kind of like you wanting something but not knowing that society is not gonna accept that. Mm -hmm. And that makes me feel really alone. Pro Luxray wants to know what identifying as a man might feel like rather than a woman. Is there something within you that just knows or is there anything specific that you think of? It's like borderline trans feelings because that's how I got so confused is that you, you just don't match your body the way that you see it in your head mm -hmm. or the way that you feel like it should be. So for me it was I should have a deeper voice, I should have a flatter chest mm -hmm. and that's that. The way that I know is mm -hmm. through getting gender dysphoria. Can you explain what gender dysphoria is? Uh, gender dysphoria is not feeling comfortable in the gender that you were born. I get gender dysphoria around, um, you know, body hair a lot of the time, shape of my body. And that's just kind of something that I've had to learn to deal with because mm -hmm. if you don't do anything about it actively, it's going to anyway take its course. I was just talking to my friend. I was like, okay, so you're going to Italy with you're your friends. You're going to Italy. You're going with, to Italy with your friends. With friends, okay. And you're getting on the plane. Uh-huh. And you're really excited, right? Yeah. The plane takes off. Uh -huh. And then you look around and you're like, wait, where, where are my friends? Uh -huh. <laughs> I go, wait. And then you look at the sign and it says, it's going somewhere like completely different. Okay. And you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm on the wrong plane. So it's like a panic. It is, yeah. It's I'd be like, like, get me off this yeah. plane. I need to go where I was trying to go right. before. Yeah. Sometimes I would have like really bad panic attacks or I would have, you know, sad thoughts. <laughs> I went through a period of my life like for four straight years where I was getting panic attacks mm -hmm. daily. So I know that that feeling doesn't go away entirely, but all mm -hmm. you can do is feel like you have it more under control. Mm -hmm. Is that how you feel? I think so, yeah. I think yeah. I understand my my identity a lot more than I used like than I used to. Yeah. Like a year ago. Yeah. And I'm still learning. Stick wants to know if you feel that gender is fluid in all people, but we all feel more of a sense to identify with just one because society has kind of pressured us into feeling that way and you know enforcing that our main purpose in life is just to reproduce as men or women. The, the binary, the gender binary, mm -hmm. it was constructed for a very specific reason. There was a time in human existence mm -hmm. where a man and a woman came together to make a family because and they would have sometimes, you know, 10, 16 oh, yeah. children. Yeah. Because they didn't know that the next generation would even make it. Uh, mm -hmm. People would die all the time. We're in an interesting time where there's enough people where our existence going forward is at somewhat of a secure place, mm -hmm. maybe. It's not all about procreation at this point. The way I see it, there's a lot of us and I don't think that there's any um, immediate risk of us being wiped out anytime soon. Um, if somebody doesn't want to live that kind of life, they shouldn't be pressured to do so. Do you think more people would identify as gender fluid if there were more, if there was more research and understanding of what gender fluidity really means? I think so, yeah. I think a lot of people don't even know what being gender fluid is. Mm -hmm. um, it's really hard for me to find because like when you go online, you can find 
the trans community, you can mm. find um, you know, non-binary community, but you don't really find a gender fluid community. I think that binaries as they exist are helpful for knowing which freeway exit to get off at, uh, <laughs> for picking what size clothing you wear, uh -huh. for picking the red pill or the blue pill, <laughs> if you will. Uh, but when it comes down to it, I think that fluidity as an idea speaks beyond just one or two, zero or one. I think that if people could have more of a fluid mindset when going into any interaction, then they won't hang so tightly to their identities and mm -hmm. who they think they are. Does being gender fluid affect your sexuality? Like a sexual preference is, you know, being like gay or straight or um, like, for example, I'm pansexual. So like, I really don't care about gender. And yeah. The difference is like they, one is what you prefer to see in a person and then one is you and how you feel and how you present to the world. Has being gender fluid ever affected any of your relationships? I was in a relationship last year. This person was very much in love with who they wanted to, me to be. Yeah but when it came down to it, couldn't accept who I am. You know, people will say that they're accepting of yeah. LGBTQ people, but you get enough drinks in somebody and they'll say some stuff that... Um, Do you feel comfortable saying what they expected of you? Yeah, they wanted a, a man. They wanted a, um, an eventual child. And, um, you know, I'm just not in a position where uh, at least at this point in my life, that I can can give that. How do your friends and family feel about you being gender fluid? I feel like it's the hardest for people who haven't like grown up in an environment like that. Like mm. I grew up within a really open household, and my mom has been a lesbian since I was two, and I had a drag queen for like a stepbrother. A lot of openness. <laughs> exactly. It might not necessarily have influenced you to be a certain way, but it right. might no, have not influenced, might have allowed you to be more comfortable. Yeah, not be scared about it. Yeah. And like not be afraid to talk to my family about it and mm -hmm. let them know <laughs> yeah. what's going on. A very few of my friends know that I'm gender fluid. Yeah. Um, I don't even think my family knows, except for my mom. I think she, I've like talked about it with her, yeah. but I don't think she fully understand what I meant. I uh. think she just thinks I'm trans. Oh. Uh, Do you think this video is going to help clear things up with your mom and your family? I don't family? think so. She doesn't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, got it. What's something you wish you could say to people who question if gender fluidity is a valid form of gender expression. You. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Valid, though. I would just ask them to put themselves into somebody else's mindset who may think that it is a valid form of expression. Mm -hmm. um, to have a sense of empathy for a moment. I think that the more we can learn from each other's experiences, the more we can release ourselves of our own prejudices. And once that happens within somebody, mm -hmm. they can realize how much they're actually missing out on. All right, you have five seconds to shout out or promote anything you want directly into camera. Go! Follow me on Instagram at Matsu. Also check out my YouTube channel. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and go follow me on Instagram and Twitter at XXKaysonByXX. Find me on Instagram at YesVidal and all of my music is under Videl, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, what have you. 
I can beatbox. Do you want to? Oh my gosh, do you yeah. want to rap? Yeah. Oh, let's do it. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> Sitting down with Daya, learning about gender fluidity. So you better subscribe if you know what to do to me. Press the like. I don't know how that made sense, but it rhymed a little bit. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Caitlin. Of I course. feel like I understand the wondrous world of gender fluidity a little bit more. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just, a little. Just this much. After spending the day with these gender-fluid individuals, I've come to understand just how nuanced and complex gender identity really is and how much courage is required to stray from our culture's traditional views. In a society in which we tout freedom of self-expression, shouldn't we strive to educate ourselves about gender in order to truly understand those around us and encourage self-expression? See you later, bye guys. Brasileki. To be on kind of like the OG VR chat back in the day, like I am VU. I would frequently uh, be a female character, mm -hmm. um, and that's how that world interacted with me. Or you know, mm. maybe somebody's gotten RuneScape married before. <laughs> you know, have you ever been RuneScape married? Absolutely. You just you you just uh, you, you you click a button and it changes yeah. your gender, and then yeah. guys give you free stuff. Oh, that sounds great. Not that that's anything. What being female is like. <laughs>